Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! That's Jason Hammer over there. My name is Nigel. Hello. Uh, still no update from the Indiana Supreme Court on that lawsuit for the ACLU challenging Indiana's near-total abortion ban. You know, Indiana was the first state to enact legislation to ban abortion after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade and the whole Dobbs decision. And, I mean, a lot of other states had trigger laws, hammer, but already in place. But Indy was the first to actually call a special session, even though I believe it originally wasn't the intent of the special session when right. it was being called. It was but kind it of, up, ah, hell, we're here. Yeah, we might as well do this. Uh, it's worth noting that that um, all five state Supreme Court justices who are looking at this right this lawsuit right now were all appointed by Republican governors. I, I think there's a couple of different aspects to this lawsuit. ACLU is arguing one thing, and the state's arguing something else different. It'll right. be interested, interesting to see. We have no idea when a decision will come down. It's really not even life or death in this case. It's about what certain terms mean. Yeah. And when we had Abdul on here last Friday, he said the same thing. I said the same thing. And according to Abdul, he was right and I was wrong. So he's going to be a great mayor <laughs> for the city of Indianapolis. So full of crap. Um Speaking of full of crap, last night in her State of the Union address, Michigan's governor, old greasy Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, Whitmer. The Gretch that stole Christmas. She took a little shot at us here in Indiana. She was talking about abortion and how Michigan loves it. And she kind of took a shot at Indiana and Ohio. And We love up- it here in Michigan. <laughs> Clinics on every corner. She brought up restrictions. So together, we're going to change Michigan from a state with century-old bans to forward-looking protections. Our message is simple. We will fight for your freedom. And you know what? Let's go on offense. I'll go to any state that restricts people's freedoms and win business and hardworking people from them. I'm looking at you, Ohio and Indiana. Uh, worry about your own state and, and screw you talking about like how you guys are a fr- uh, all about freedom. Right. Yeah, that didn't uh, that wasn't exactly the message she was sending during COVID. It was the complete opposite. She wanted Just- you to beg to take your boat out on a lake. She wanted you to have to get on a list to get approval to go outdoors on a lake. And then her husband tried to cut the line. My husband made a failed attempt at humor last week. Knowing it wouldn't make a difference, he jokingly asked if marrying, if being married to me might move him up in the queue. No, he wasn't. He was being serious. Bingo. And and remember, in Michigan, if you had two residents, uh, like say one in a rural neighborhood, and then also like a cabin in, in, on a lake, you weren't allowed to travel from your residence to that cabin in the lake during COVID. It's, screw you! You are a hypocrite. You loved it. You loved the crushing restrictions that you put on uh, the people in Michigan. I can't believe she got reelected. And then to sit up there and talk about all the freedoms that they have in Michigan, which are so much better than anything in Ohio or Indiana. People had to drive to other states to dine in at a restaurant. And then when she finally did allow people 
to dine indoors at a restaurant. There was a limit to the table, which she also ignored. You know what? I made a mistake. I uh, owned up to it. I recognize it now. It was unintentional. Um, you know, I was with a group of 100% vaccinated people and tables were moved together and I really didn't think about it and I should have. So I apologize for that and hope that when leaders, whether they are office holders or leaders um, in, at the local level, uh, or my children for that matter, when you make a mistake, fess up to it and do better. And that's, that's exactly what I can do. How, you hypocrite. Yeah, I mean, how long is the list of Democrat leaders uh, that violated their own COVID restrictions over the past, during the pandemic? I mean, how long literally is that list? I mean, probably a box full of uh, classified, as many classified documents are in Biden's house. That's, the, that's how long the list is. I mean, like how, how many mayors had to go on and apologize? The mayor of, was it the mayor of Austin that, that put out a promo saying, hey, stay home for Thanksgiving. Don't go anywhere. COVID's <laughs> going to kill you. It's the winter of death. He made that Facebook announcement from his condo in Cabo <laughs> after getting on a jet plane with 10 other people. Flew out the of the list, country. <laughs> the list is, I mean, it's, the list is so long of those that kind of behavior. It infuriates me. But here's the thing, though. I guarantee you, some woke head of a convention, like Gen Con or something, some woke head of a convention is going to hear that speech by Gretchen and go, oh, they're going to be doing abortions all the time. We need to go to Michigan. <laughs> what are we doing? Women's rights. Let's go to Michigan. They're killing babies left and right. We've got to get there. That Was that, yeah, like, was that her way of, of getting businesses to come to Michigan? Right. <laughs> and maybe it'll work. I don't know. Well, look, I, I certainly think, I was thinking about this, the abortion issue was more of an issue than maybe Republicans thought it was going to be in the midterms. I really believe that. It was a double-edged sword, Roe v. Wade and Dobbs, because I think a lot of independents kind of went the Democrat way when they saw some states outright restricting everything. Um, I'm, not, you know, I'm not. I mean, don't you? Do you agree with that? I mean, I, I think it was a bigger deal than we thought it was. Right. It didn't poll. It like didn't it was a big deal, right. Right, but right, right. come election day, the exit polling and the results showed that it was indeed a big deal. Which, by the way, how's the uh, search for the leaker going in terms of that whole Roe versus Wade thing? Any updates oh, on the search for the, the leaker? The, the leak, the, the leak Dobbs decision. Yeah, uh, no, nothing. Not a. We're finding classified documents in the unisex bathroom across the hall, <laughs> but we can't find out who leaked the most controversial piece the Supreme Court's put out in a long time. We can't do that. Uh, it, it's unreal. And they did it just to intimidate and try to sway the Supreme Court justices into making a decision or possibly changing their vote or, or their decision on, on the Dobbs, on Dobbs and Roe v. Wade. Did it work? Maybe, maybe it did, because it certainly wasn't the red wave that a lot of people thought was coming in the midterms, and that could be the You're issue right. that people can point to and say, you know what, I was going to vote for you, I don't consider myself a Republican or a Democrat, but this issue ended up being important to me, and they went the other direction. Perhaps, I don't know, but I'm telling you, you can't discount stupid people 
heading up these conventions saying, yes, Indianapolis has been really good. And every year we go there, it's packed and the hotels are right there. And you can walk to anywhere in the city and you don't need to get an Uber. (laughs) But Michigan just said they're going to be killing babies left and right. What what are we doing? We got to get to Michigan quick. Hurry. It's ridiculous the way these people think. Uh, So yesterday, Joe Biden gets propped up there. They put enough peanut butter on his teeth to make it look like he's talking. And he's talking about what's happening in Ukraine. They do that with horses. They did that with Mr. Mr. Ed. Ed. Yes. With Mr. Ed, they put peanut butter on his teeth. Put peanut butter on Biden's teeth? To make it look like he was talking. They did that to Biden yesterday. And uh, he talks about 31 tanks being sent to Ukraine and Germany is going to deliver 14 tanks and all types of different things. Well, Russia has responded. They fired off a bunch of missiles. Uh, At least 11 people have been killed, 11 injured. We thought this had the possibility of looking like an escalation. The United States and Germany hooking up Ukraine with a bunch of weaponry. And state-run media in Russia, while they were first laughing at the tanks that got brought over, calling them toothless, they responded by firing off a series of missiles and killing 11 people. Well, I mean, this is... So why the change then? Why, at first, Biden and the administration said, no, these tanks look, they're hard to maneuver in the mud... The logistics of logistics, the, the software is complicated. Um, there's no facilities to repair these tanks in Ukraine, and uh, also the possibility to piss off Putin even further to the point of a nuclear exchange. All that is a possibility to happen. So we were not going to send tanks at all, no tanks. But then what happened? We did a complete 180. Why? It's because everybody over in Europe caved and is ready to to give them everything. Germany wasn't going to give them tanks. They caved. The British uh, gave them a bunch of stuff. And Joe Biden doesn't want to look like he's not doing enough to help the effort over there. 